0: The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. Andy O'Donoghue is here for Tech Tuesday. Andy, great to see you again. We were going to talk about, and we will talk about, flight trackers, which is the big hit, as you said, of the summer for many people this year. But we want to talk about privacy, and in particular, big announcement in the last couple of hours from WhatsApp about changes to its privacy features. Take us through it.
1: Ian, it's an interesting time for WhatsApp because since the Cambridge Analytica scandal some time ago, there has been a shadow cast over Facebook meta and, as they call them, their properties, so WhatsApp and Instagram. So WhatsApp have been trying to do a lot to, I suppose, make the public feel safer and more protected with their messaging. And they have made what's been called a small flurry of announcements today, but I believe very useful ones. Because the
0: whole point of WhatsApp when it was bought by Facebook and its popularity is the messages are encrypted. Nobody externally can hack into them and see them.
1: Which is a wonderful feature. End-to-end encryption, it's called. Now, they did have a little bit of trouble last year about um, they had to assure people people that their backups in the cloud were end-to-end encrypted. But WhatsApp is used by two billion people. Everybody I know uses WhatsApp. Even if you get a new business card or a contact, you put them into your phone and it will pop up WhatsApp or SMS.
0: And all of those family groups as well that you can't
1: get Ah, out of. And this is the thing. So one of the features that they have done is a wonderful feature because we've all been in a WhatsApp group where there are just too many messages all day long. The phone is pinging away. And if you left those groups... It would be notified to everybody in the group, and so inevitably, whether that's the school run or the soccer team, you're going to get messages saying, "Oh, Ian, why did you leave the group? Is something wrong?" So that's gone. The family group are so, the worst. Worst. Uh, 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 or the neighbours. So, uh, so now just the administrator will get the message that you've left the group. Very useful. Another feature that they've uh, introduced is what they call online presence control. And this is really useful, particularly when we live in a time where we see more and more people receiving attention or communication um, via uh, their phone or laptop or email that they don't want. And that means that people will be able to uh, essentially curate who sees their online status. So if I don't want you to know that I'm online or have been online, you won't know. I So I can make it so that only my very close contacts or family can see if I'm online.
0: Because the problem a lot of people have with WhatsApp is when you go onto it, you can find out at what time the person who has that phone was last on WhatsApp. Now, it's very handy for seeing if <coughs> somebody get the blue tick to see that you they've read your message. But do we want everybody knowing what time we last it that because that gives a huge amount of information away.
1: Well, I don't, I don't think we do want that. And also, it's, you know, it can be somewhat disconcerting if you come home late at night and you read your messages and somebody will know that you've been out late, perhaps that you've looked at your phone at three or four a.m. That's not the kind of stuff that we want people knowing about our lifestyle generally. The other feature that they have introduced is a really interesting one also. And this is screenshot. Blocking and WhatsApp have only recently announced the view once messages. So we do have disappearing messages on WhatsApp, and um, after seven days, or you can set the time that they will disappear, and the conversation sort of never gets clogged up. People like that feature, but the view once messages is quite like the Snapchat. Function and that means when you send a video or image on WhatsApp, when it's read once, it disappears and it can't be retrieved. But of course, what people may do uh, somewhat scurrilously is take a screenshot of an image that arrives on their phone and um, WhatsApp are testing screenshot blocking for that feature which I think is a really worthwhile thing to do but
0: only for disappearing messages not for something oh, else somebody puts
1: up only for the view once messages which is a different type of message again e- exactly if somebody puts something in a group you have to rely on the fact that they don't mind everybody seeing it particularly if it's a family group you're going to share photos of the kids or days out or nights out but for whatever reason, and we'll leave it to the listeners themselves to decide, you may want to share a view once message, and which might be time sensitive or confidential, and or just nosiness and gossip and want to pass it on. Indeed, and so the screenshot blocking—that's a really good thing to do. So hopefully, um, I suppose Meta are thinking this, and there's a blog post by Mark Zuckerberg about this. Hopefully, this um, allows face or allows WhatsApp to win back some of those people who move to services like Telegram and Signal where people sort of migrated last year because of their very secure platforms.
0: Yeah, and the statement from Mark Zuckerberg of Meta is, we keep building new ways to protect your messages and keep them as private and secure as face-to-face conversations. Isn't there a problem for Mark Zuckerberg in which it's great for us, the user, but it means that they can't target you with ads if they don't know if how often you're using it or if you're using groups or how you're using it, they can't really make money out of it.
1: Well, um, well, uh, WhatsApp would know um, how often you're logged in. They would know. It's just other people aren't aware. But advertisers wouldn't know, say, for instance. And so there is that challenge. But I suspect that WhatsApp's sort of their, their revenue potential will probably be from those interactions, those customer support. Service style. That's probably where the big WhatsApp money is for Facebook.
0: The big issue now for lots of these companies is privacy is everything and some companies are being dragged kicking and screaming, <laughs> screaming into it because if you have an iPhone, Apple are pushing into privacy in a big way and they are forcing all of these companies to change how they operate. Uh,
1: a challenge and had a huge impact on Facebook revenue over the last year and we've seen that. But I suppose we have got to the point where we're, I think we're getting very close to almost the pay for privacy Model where people will will be willing to give up an amount of privacy if they receive a deal from vendors or from advertisers some sort of almost social contract with advertisers, I think that 's the way the industry has to move because companies um, who rely on that blanket targeting um, that macro targeting that has been possible with smartphones those days are gone. It's a
0: genie out of the bottle in a way because we share so much online across not just WhatsApp, but it's Instagram, it's Facebook, Facebook Messenger. You have all the other Snapchat, Twitter, mm. TikTok. I could run through them all. Yeah. You went through Telegram, Signal. Yeah. Uh, You know, we've shared so much information out there. Will these little changes make any difference?
1: They do make a difference. And so I suppose the important thing about these changes for WhatsApp is they make it more secure and more trustworthy. Facebook have a battle um, to gain users' trust. Um, And they've had, you know, over the last three or four years, they've had a tough time. WhatsApp is incredibly important with 2 billion users. It's used even more so uh, in other countries around the world than in Ireland. So it's a very important business platform also. And so this this is a good upgrade. It's a good day for WhatsApp to implement these.
0: Now, speaking of privacy, I'm sure there are many people out there, probably uh, more likely to be a millionaire or a billionaire or a celebrity. (laughs) Their private jets are being tracked and we're now turning to this as entertainment.
1: Well, this is, I suppose, an extension of, you know, what we're talking about, privacy. So, you know, we're worried about, you know, somebody screenshotting our WhatsApp message, but the world's richest man... I'm really worried about that. (laughs) (laughs) The world's richest man can't hide where he goes, essentially. You know, we saw a young chap, uh, Jack Sweeney, create did a bot that tracked Elon Musk's jet and posted the location to Twitter, and over the last twelve months, Flight Radar twenty four is the most popular website for this. And you know, um, when Alexei Navalny went back to Moscow in twenty twenty one, half a million people watched uh, watched it live on Flight Radar. People followed Nancy Pelosi's trip to Taiwan last week. Elon Musk is another person. It, well, this is you know he has a bot dedicated to him on Twitter, which is astonishing. What is interesting about this though is. And I love the technology about this. Years ago, aeroplanes used to th- use a pretty simple thing called a transponder to transmit the location. Now they use a thing called automatic dependent surveillance. And this is really, really uh, useful, uh, introduced in 2020. And um, jets carry them and jets that fly at a particular height. And what it has allowed people to do is track aeroplanes. But some aircraft can request that their information isn't published. But there's a website, uh, ADS, uh, ADSB Exchange, and they don't subscribe to the FAA, the American Authority feed. They use their own receivers. And they're the people where you go if you want to track Miley Cyrus or Taylor Swift's jet. And it's interesting because Taylor Swift took a, a, a bit of a battering about this in the media because um, her plane was very active, doing 20-minute flights, a very fancy Uh, Falcon X uh, jet and she said, well, it's not just me, other people use it. What I find fascinating about this is that, you know, down here on planet Earth, we're worrying about our Facebook messages being screenshot and yet incredibly wealthy people can't hide where their jets go. I'm not saying I feel bad for celebs, but there is an amount of disparity in the privacy argument.
0: I read a piece in a magazine there a couple of months ago about how in business deals, people are keeping track of chief executives and where they are to know what they're doing because of, will tell you who they potentially might be meeting or talking
1: to about buying. Absolutely right. And you know where the other big one is? In, in the transfer uh, season in the Premier League and in, uh, in, in the Spanish League, fans track jets from city to city because it gives them a good idea of who might be moving where.
0: Andy, I don't know who, Thank you very much for that. A problem, sadly, neither you or I will have to worry about. But those privacy chains on WhatsApp might make a little bit of difference. The last word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.